Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Today I want to talk about something called activation energy. Now, in, in order for us to do something, this term, this thing called activated, activation energy is always going to, it's always going to play a role. Now, what exactly is activation energy? Well, it's the, it's the energy, it's the focus, uh, whatever you would like to call it, that we need in order to begin to do something. And everything that we do on a daily basis, from the simplest task to the most complex task, all of them have an activation energy to it. They've all got something that uh, an amount of energy that we need to pour into before we can even actually do that thing. So for example, um, in order for, you know, me to be able to have a cup of coffee in the morning, just a very simple example, there's some activation energy that goes into that because the cup of coffee is not going to magically make itself. So there are certain things that I must do if I want to have that cup of coffee in the morning. And the, the plan that I take, the way that I choose to go about my end goal of having a cup of coffee in the morning, um, the amount of activation energy that it takes in order for me to realize that is different depending on how I go about it. So for example, scenario number one for me to have this cup of coffee in the morning would be very simple. I, I go to bed the previous night and then I wake up in the morning and I walk over to my coffee maker and I measure out the amount of water that I want and put it into the coffee maker. I put a coffee filter in there. I grind up the beans because I drink whole bean coffee and then I scoop the amount of coffee necessary for the amount of cups that I want into that coffee maker, close the lid and I press the on button. Now, um, that all has to be done right after I wake up in the morning, come downstairs. That's, that's the first thing that I want to do. Cause I like having my cup of coffee. Just first thing when I wake up there's scenario number one. Now the activation energy required for me to have that cup of coffee all takes place right after I wake up, probably a little bit groggy walk downstairs. I live in a two-story house, get there. All right. I've got to do all of these things. Here's scenario number two, though. Scenario number two is the night before I go to bed, I grind up the necessary amount of beans. I measure out the amount of coffee that I would like to have in water. I get out the filter and I do all of those things, pour the water into the coffee maker, put the filter in, put in the required amount of coffee grounds, close it, and then I've got a little program button on my coffee maker, and I set it for, in my case, I get up at 5.30, so I set it for about 5.25, that way, notice, 5.25, so that by the time I get downstairs, the coffee is already being made, and it might be close to being completed, so I can just walk up. I already have my mug on the counter right next to the coffee maker. And I pour myself a nice cup of coffee and get to my reading and get to my routine. Now in both of those scenarios, 
I get to have a cup of coffee. Yes, I got to have a cup of coffee in the morning. Both of those, great. So what's the big deal? Why are we talking about this? Because if we look at both of those scenarios and we ask ourselves, which one would I rather have? In other words, in terms of activation energy, in terms of what we're talking about for this episode, what would I rather do? Would I rather, now look, I understand, right? Sometimes like for for me, winding down the day, I usually do the dishes after dinner and I've got to get three kids to bed and, you know, it's sometimes I'm tired from a long day, so on and so forth. So sometimes it's kind of a little bit of a drag for me to prepare the coffee maker to go off at 525 the next morning. And sometimes the amount of activation energy that I need there for that scenario is pretty high. It's higher some days than others. But for the most part, the amount of energy that it takes for me to do that when I'm I'm more alert, even if it's nine o'clock at night, you know, I usually go to bed about 10, even if it's nine o'clock at night, I'm usually more alert then than I would be coming down the stairs at 530 in the morning and, and just not having that cup of coffee ready for me already, I would rather have that other scenario. And I think that's why a lot of people would rather have that other scenario. Hence the reason why a lot of our coffee makers are programmable because of that. So this idea, this thing, activation energy, it plays itself out in everything that we do because everything has a cost. Everything has a you know, amount of energy or focus or, you know, strategy in terms of how we can go about doing things so that we get that thing. And there's a way that successful people go about looking at activation energy and using activation energy, using this principle to their advantage. Because the fact of the matter is, We could have goals. You could write those down. You could be a very motivated individual. You can be a very organized individual. You can be a very focused individual. But if you're not using the principle of, or if you're not using this idea of activation energy and how it can best work to your benefit, if you're not using it properly, then you're making the achievement of your goals harder than they need to be. And they're already hopefully hard enough because you're already setting goals that are, that are going to be difficult to achieve, that are going to stretch you. So why go the extra step and why make it more difficult for yourself by not using activation energy to your advantage? And here's what I mean by that. Successful people, here's what they do. If there's something that we want to do, if there's certain process or tasks or things like that, that, that we know are necessary in order for us to achieve our goals. And here's what we do. We try to, as best we can lower the amount of activation energy in order for us to do those things. So for example, I frequently set up my trainer the night before I'm going to ride indoors the next day. If I know I'm going to ride indoors, then I will oftentimes set up my trainer the night before just because that takes that little bit less. It's already done for me. There's less activation energy necessary right there and it motivates me. 
and it gives me less of an escape option now or a procrastination effect where I it's set up. I've got to go. My kettlebells are in my living room. They're there. They're always looking at me. Why? Because I know I've got kettlebell work that I need to do. Now, I could store them in the garage. I know that that's a better place to store them. And believe me, when company comes over and we got people coming over, I don't leave my kettlebells, you know, in the in the living room. I we clean the house up, you know, and I get them out of the way and I do put them in the garage, but 99% of the time they're in the living room. Why would they be in the living room? Because believe it or not, them being more accessible to me in the living room, even though the garage is the is right on the other side of that same wall they sit on. Me having to go into the garage to get the kettlebell, believe it or not, you guys know this to be true. That could be enough for me to just abandon kettlebell work for the day because, well, it's a little bit longer of a walk and I'm sitting on the couch in the living room and I'm watching television and I'm comfortable and I don't feel like it. So successful people, we lower the amount of activation energy necessary in order for us to do those things that we know we need to do in order to achieve our goals. And then on the other side of things, we turn up the heat on the amount of activation energy necessary to do those other things that are going to detract us from our goals. So for example, keeping the Kettlebell in the living room is lowering my activation energy in order to do my kettlebell work. And then when it's getting close to that time when I'm usually going to do my kettlebell work in the afternoons, it's leaving the phone in another room so that I'm not sitting there on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it is that I don't need to be because the more time that I spend on that, the more activation energy I need to go get the kettlebell. So keeping the phone in the other room, now I've got to get up or leave the living room to go to the other room to go get my phone when I know that the kettlebell is near me and I know I need to do that work. That's just an example Uh, because kettlebell work is something that, quite frankly, I don't always look forward to. It's not not my favorite thing to do, but I know it's something that I need to do. And so lowering our activation energy for the things that we know we need to do and increasing the activation energy for the things that we know are not helpful, that we know are not moving us closer to achieving our goals. Because everything has a cost. Everything has like some some amount of startup capital that we've got to have, even if it's something that we thoroughly enjoy. And that's the that's the scary part, by the way, to end with this. That's the scary part about activation energy is if we don't tone down the amount of activation energy for the things that we know that we should be doing, we'll find ourselves not doing those things because the startup capital, that cost, that activation energy is is too high of a price for us to pay. And unfortunately, we've all seen this happen to us in our lives. For example, I've ditched out on going for a bike ride, which is something that I love to do. I'm passionate about bikes. I love bikes. I love cycling. But there have been times where I didn't do a good job lowering the amount of activation energy and thus I 
took the day off and didn't do the ride, or I procrastinated and then started later. So then my ride was shortened or whatever it happened to be because the activation energy, it was, it was too high of a cost. There were, there were too many barriers for me to get going and get started. Or when I did start, it was, it was already late because I had already procrastinated knowing full well, I love bikes. I love riding. I know that I'll enjoy that bike ride. If I ever get to that bike ride, I know that that bike ride will make me a better cyclist so that I can be in a better position to achieve my goals. And we all know that, but again, the activation energy was a thing. We have to get past that in order to begin doing these things. And if that cost is too high and we're not willing to pay it on that day for whatever reason, and there are so many different reasons, right? And I'm not saying that these are good excuses or bad excuses, but what I'm saying is, hey, in the real world, like they, they exist, they exist. And we need to take stock of the fact that they exist. And we need to understand that this principle is at play and we need to coexist with activation energy. We need to be able to, you know, hold hands with it and, and know ourselves. Self-awareness comes in here to be, to best deal with this, to be able to have that activation energy be at a level that we're willing to invest. We're willing to, okay, great. So it's going to cost me that. Okay. I'll do it. I'm going to go do this thing because at the end of it all, when you end up doing that thing and you end up paying that cost and you get through the amount of activation energy necessary, you feel good about it, don't you? And then you know you've gotten closer to achieving your goals. And that's always a good thing. But this, this principle of activation energy, it's present in all of us. It's alive and well in all of us, and it's not going anywhere. It's something that we all deal with. Elite performers all the way down, we all deal with it. So let's familiarize with ourselves. Let's familiarize ourselves with it. So in closing, just some practical steps and application maybe. For example, those of us, you know, we got jobs. Well, how are we making that activation energy come at a cost that's too high. You know, I'm thinking something like email. For a lot of us, having that email window open, that's, that's not a productive thing. That, that activation energy to get off of that email and to get back to work, we got to be careful with that. Social media, same thing. I think those are two different areas in our phones is, is a big one. You know, the phone is just such a huge, um, you know, barrier to us doing the things that we know that we need to do on a daily basis in order to achieve our goals. All right, folks, that's what I got for us today. Um, I hope that the content that I'm throwing out there for you guys, hopefully it's making you think on a little bit deeper level. Um, I hope it's doing a couple of things. Just kind of circle back and tell you guys why it is that I put this stuff out there. Hopefully it's showing you guys something. It's showing you that, you know what? I'm thinking about so-and-so that's absolutely crushing it. Man, they're so far ahead of me. They're so successful. They've done all these great things. I, I hope I hope that this podcast is illuminating the fact to you that they're not different than you. They're actually a lot like you. And I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm going to bring you guys something tomorrow that'll kind of tie that in, in tomorrow's episode. But 
hopefully you're realizing that. And then the second thing is that hopefully you're realizing that I'm, I'm giving you stuff that if you begin to do these things, if you begin to think about these things, if you begin to ask yourself good questions, then you can perform at the level of the person that you're supposedly looking up to right now. So there you have it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. I'd love to hear what you're enjoying, what you would like to hear some more of. All right, folks, until next time, y'all take care.